Nelson, alcoholic addict. It's not my real name. Uh, it's a pen name that I came up with here for this newsletter. There was a two-and-a-half-minute clip from the Drew Barrymore show that went viral last week, and I'm sure everybody's like me, and they watch every episode of the Drew Barrymore show, obviously. Uh, but I'll, ex I'll explain the clip anyway. Um, the whole clip is at the bottom of this newsletter. Uh, you can watch it for yourself if you didn't see it. But uh, it was Drew Barrymore, uh, the famous actress uh, from E.T. and a million other things ever since since then. Now she has her own talk show, apparently. I don't know. <laughs> it's like, I guess it's on TV. I don't know. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm confessing that I do not watch the Drew Barrymore show every day. Uh, maybe you do. Uh, maybe it's great because this clip is pretty great. Uh, it was Drew with her guests, Melanie Linsky and Jason Ritter. Melanie Linsky and Jason Ritter, in case you don't know, they're both they're married. Uh, they're both successful actors who've been in the game for 10 plus years. Now, if you look at their IMDb, I'm sure you've seen them in something. Uh, I believe Jason Ritter's dad uh, was John Ritter, the famous actor from Three's Company and a lot of other things. So, so it's Melanie Linsky and Jason Ritter. Linsky, uh, I would say, I don't know why they were on the show together, but um, other than that they're married, Melanie Linsky's really on a heater right now. She Her star has never been higher than it is uh, at this very moment. She's in a show called Yellow Jackets, and she also was in The Last of Us on HBO. I highly recommend both of those shows. They're great, especially The Last of Us. Um, they're both kind of like apocalyptic and dark. Um, but you, they're great shows. Um, so this clip in the beginning of the clip, Ritter is talking about the start of his relationship with Melanie Linsky. Um, he mentions that he had alcoholism issues and you can see the camera cuts to Drew Barrymore. She raises her hand. She's discussed her addiction issues many, many times in the past. It has been a, uh, she survived a pretty tough life, uh, at times with a lot of addiction mixed in there. Uh, Ritter gets a little emotional uh, at a certain point in this clip because he says that in the early days of their dating, he thought she was terrific, she was into him, but deep down he said, I thought that I did not deserve her. He says he thought she deserved someone better. And you see Melanie Linsky, she starts to tear up a little and she says um, that he did so much work on himself and that she's so proud of him and she puts her hand on his knee in a way that is, um, I don't know, I found it pretty touching. <laughs> you would watch for yourself. Uh, <laughs> and I'm pretty cynical usually about this stuff, but I found this to be pretty moving. And Drew Barrymore, the host, she jumps in at some point and the crowd's cheering and she mentions that she has not had a drink in almost four years. But she quickly throws in a caveat that I, do, I don't work a program and I believe she mentions that she might use some other substances. So I don't know. Maybe she meant weed. I don't know. Um, but she is adamant that uh, she's not quite working a sobriety program. And in the last 15 seconds of the clip, Drew says that she hasn't been in a relationship sh since she stopped drinking. So four years or so. Um, and she says she's looking forward to the day when she's ready for that. And someone is ready for her. So I watched this clip. I had a few thoughts as I watched it. First, like, my first thought was, like, why is this such a big deal? Why are people, like, uh, people were sending this around, like, like I said, it went viral. And 
Um, so I was like, what's, what is the, what is everybody so impressed by here? You know? And then I realized that, uh, I'm so used to hearing people say incredibly vulnerable things in meetings that I'm, I'm immune to getting startled about it. Most of the time, this is what we do. It is an important part of, um, my sobriety and a lot of other people's sobriety. I think it's like, it's just an important thing, but I'm not your higher power. I don't know. Maybe you don't need moments like that. I, I do like whenever I hear somebody, come in and say, I got a problem, I need help, or I had a problem and I needed help and you guys gave it to me. I, I love that. I've heard it a lot of times. So seeing a two and a half minute clip about it, I'm just like, yeah, that that was last Tuesday night at seven o'clock in, in, in Connecticut for me, you know? Um, the second thing from this clip is I, I did feel it when he said he wasn't deserving of her love. Um, I was married already at the time when I got sober. Um, so I definitely had felt that about my wife many times, like, man, she could do so much better. I knew the truth about me. She didn't. Um, I felt undeserving of not just her love, all love, all compliments, all praise, any good things that happened to me. I was like, man, it's somebody else, somebody better than me should have gotten this. And, um, cause I knew the I knew the truth about me, which is that I was full of shit and I was full of shitty behaviors. And deep down, I thought I deserved nothing but misery. Third thing that jumped out about that clip is when she grabs her husband's hand and starts tearing up a little. It looked like real love to me, you know, um, real love. When I say real love, I mean, real love often. Ha I'm not talking puppy love. You see people that have been dating for three months and they're just all over each other. And it's like. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about like real love often has some scars along the way. Not literally, of course. Uh, nobody needs to be roughing each other up for real. Uh, I'm talking metaphorically. There are bumps and bruises, dumpster fires within the best relationships when addiction is involved, especially. And that can often, that often, if you get through that though, like, like I'm talking about myself here, like it has led to like an intensity of love that is quite deep, quite beautiful. Um, and I certainly feel that in my own marriage. Last but not least, I'm not quite sure how to unpack the contrast of the way Drew Barrymore described her sobriety and then what Jason Ritter is describing. I saw, like, it sure sounded like Jason Ritter was kind of pointing toward a 12-step program. It just, it just felt like that. So, and I think a lot of people also believe that as they watch the clip. So I saw some 12 step people jump right in and start saying, see, you work a program like Jason Ritter and you'll find love. And, and listen, I am a big 12 step supporter. So I had a similar thought in my head as I was like kind of cheering him on in this clip, you know, my first recommendation when people say they might have a problem and they are looking for solutions is go to rehab or get to meetings, you know, and come with me to this 12-step meeting. I, I love it, but it's not my only recommendation. I know people that have followed other paths and either minimized their drug or alcohol use or found recovery another way. Um, that stuff isn't right for me, so I always suggest trying a 12-step program first. It has changed my life. I have met, I don't know, 500 people that it's worked for. <laughs> so uh, big, big fan, big fan. I'm not even, I'm not even, I'm trying to be objective here. I'm not very objective. I love the 12-step programs. I think they're 
readily available and fantastic. And so I had a moment listening to Drew Barrymore in that clip where I thought to myself, um, oh, I hope she hope somebody takes her to a meeting again sometime. Maybe we can get her back in, you know, um, if she was ever in. I don't really know. But you know what? That's a dangerous game to play, man. I'm nobody's higher power. I'm not even my own higher power. So I'm not even my cat's higher power. So at the end of the day, to each their own. Like, we all find our own paths here. And uh, the other thing... The other thing about con, uh, contrasting their sobriety is that it's kind of like a silly exercise anyway, right? Like, um, I have no idea who these people are for real in real life. You know, I don't have no idea what their programs are like, how happy they really are. They're professional actors who get paid to manipulate human emotions about non-existent people on TV and film. These are people created on pieces of paper. They're not real people. That's what they do for a living. So how... How could how could I evaluate them in a three minute clip? So where I ultimately landed was that I loved the message I saw that in that exchange it warmed my heart a little, um, and I decided to focus on the Jason Ritter side of things because he and Melanie Linsky seem very happy together, and um, and it sounded like it was a bumpy journey to get there. So good for them, you know. Now Melanie Linsky can go, she can go off in peace to shoot Yellow Jackets, which is a Showtime show about a high school girls soccer team that's in a plane crash and they end up stranded in the woods and they end up killing and eating each other. So <laughs> what a what a contrast that is. Thank you for letting